IVM. Hey everybody, welcome to another amazing week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Paytm Money, for supporting the network. Guys, you should definitely check out some of the content that we're doing recently, which is somewhat COVID-related. Pavan's been doing an awesome job on the Pragati Podcast. All Things Policy has also got a tremendous number of really, really great episodes about what's going on and the impact. We talk about this stuff on Cyrus Says, especially in the Cock and Bull episode, on advertising instead. Varun's had a couple of episodes where he's spoken about the impact of this as a Karthik on the Filter Coffee podcast. And I mean, like, you know, across the network, definitely do check it out. I'm sure you'll enjoy yourself. And with that, let's get you to your show. Welcome to Absolutely Right. I'm your host, Aditi Surana. Today's topic is perfectly imperfect. No, I'm not describing the topic. The topic is perfectly imperfect. Are you a perfectionist? You may say, kind of, I am very particular about some things and I don't like to compromise. Right, most of us loosely understand perfectionism as the desire or pursuit of excellence. In Bollywood, we call Amir Khan Mr. Perfectionist as he doesn't compromise on his standards of work. In real life, we refer to someone as a perfectionist when he or she is intolerant to mistakes. So the question is, what is perfectionism? Perfectionism is an innate, deep-rooted, camouflaged fear that implies if you drop your guards, then people will see you for who you are, who you truly are. At some levels, you feel who you truly are is imperfect and unacceptable. If you stay perfect in the way you speak, dress, behave, interact, or at least pretend or fake it, then you will avoid all possibilities of being ridiculed, shamed, blamed and rejected. Being a perfectionist is a dynamic trap you and your mind have invented. But here is the problem. Perfectionism is a double-edged sword. On one hand, it can motivate you to perform at a higher level and deliver top quality work. On the other hand, it can cause you unnecessary anxiety and slow you down. It is one of the most ailing fears that our generation is suffering from. Before we dwell more, here is the key difference between striving for excellence and being a perfectionist. You will hear me say this point or principle again and again in many stories, conversations and examples. Here it is. It is not about what you do, but it is about how you feel when you do it. Your experience is determined not by the result, but the motive behind your actions. This principle is applicable to perfectionism too. Striving for excellence is all about giving your best shot, making sure you have done everything in your capacity to deliver a masterpiece, or at least your best work. However, perfectionism is all about what will people think. Will they like your work? How many likes will you get on Instagram or Facebook? Is your work good enough? Are you good enough? The quest for perfectionism is actually a search for certainty, a search for a sense of control. If in your mind you're already perfect, the rest of your life can at best be spent in maintaining and nurturing this perfection. That flawless skin, the perfect figure, the perfect score, that perfect moment in time. Anything less would be disappointing. 
Let's take a moment to see how graphology can help us here. A stroke that Michael Jackson had in his signature depicts fear of rejection. In other words, self-consciousness. My research shows that people with this trait show explicit as well as hidden traits of perfectionism. The stroke is found in the letter M, upper as well as lower case. Notice the way you form your two humps in the letter M. If the second hump is taller than the first one, then you do fear rejection and invariably will show perfectionism in some form or other. Does it sound technical to you? Graphology is both mathematical and artistic at the same time. We study every stroke with the precision of a chemist and then explain it to a person in a poetic, nurturing and explorative manner. There's a link to our fun sheet in the description box that you can download and read more about the M stroke and also gather some more information around perfectionism if you're willing to dive deep. Let's look at what can you do to deal with this perfectionist monster. Oh, that's you. I mean the perfectionism monster. What can you do to break this spell? Spell breaker number one. Become aware of your own tendencies. You may not realize how pervasive perfectionism can be. By becoming more aware of your patterns, you are in a better position to alter them. Journal your thoughts by answering a question for next one week. How exactly did I choose perfectionism today? Look for moments in your day when you felt you had failed or you hadn't done well enough and write down how exactly did you feel at that moment. This exercise will help you become more aware of your own perfectionist thought patterns and triggers. Spell breaker number two, take baby steps. A perfectionist tends to set goals of unreasonable excellence with no learning curve. These goals tend to be unrealistic and cause problems by being so rigidly demanding and leaving no room for error. Instead, you can reduce a lot of pressure by setting experiments instead of goals. Try out different things each month. See how you strive excellence over focusing on just trying to avoid making mistakes. Spellbreaker number three, don't believe the mean abuser. In my sessions, many people have narrated the horror of their demanding, abusive, mean and critical inner voice. How that voice drives them crazy and they can't help but find faults in themselves and others. Please stop beating yourself up. This conversation that you have with yourself, what we therapists call the self-talk, is constantly shaping your beliefs about everything, especially about yourself. You may think you only fear rejection or you're only a perfectionist when it comes to your body image. And other than that, you're a confident person. But unfortunately, your mind does not have that compartmentalized approach. It feels stuck at once by the criticism enforced by your own inner dialogue. Spellbreaker number four. Embrace yourself for being perfectly imperfect. The Japanese call it kintsugi. This is the art of repairing broken pottery with a golden inlay. Instead of discarding the broken piece, it is restored. The gold serves to highlight the break and become part of the history and presence of the piece. The fault is not hidden, but highlighted. The piece is perfectly imperfect. 
All your imperfections also tell a story of where all you have been. These are your battle scars, ugly as they may appear, but they are the authentic and powerful parts that shaped you and made you the person you are today. You may choose to deny these parts, but you can never disown them. So what if you choose to embrace them instead? Imperfection is fluid. Perfection is cast in a stone. Progress requires imperfection, confusion, chaos, so that you can find clarity. The very moment you embrace your imperfections, your defensive guards become redundant and useless. Author and researcher Brené Brown says, Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go who you think you're supposed to be and embracing who you are. Perfectly imperfect. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. We have added the stroke formation and other notes of this episode in today's fun sheet. You can download it from my website aditisurana.com slash podcast. Next week, I will be inviting the founder and CEO of IBM Networks and our very own pod father, Amit Doshi. I wonder what made him start a podcast company way before anybody knew what podcasting is in India especially. Let's connect on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing! Beta, did you know 79% of all scientists in NASA are Indian only? Dekho, India mein tax sirf middle class bharti hai. Everyone is just enjoying free, yaar. Aajkal ke youngsters are only interested in partying and enjoying. Unko desh ki padi nahi hai. Beta, tum bas shadi kar lo. Uske baad to you can enjoy life like anything. I will tell you what this country needs. This country needs 15 years of dictatorship. That is the only, the only way to become a superpower. See the Chinese, how much they've progressed. Suno, tumne ye WhatsApp forward dekha. So what's common between all of these statements? They're all absolutely rubbish. Fake WhatsApp forwards that spread like wildfire. And statements that defy any logic. They are here to debunk them all. Where are family WhatsApp groups? Worst nightmare. Where what happens when you read a book? Basically, we are just a bunch of guys who want to cut through the bullshit of everyone saying this, how it won't be true. So that the next time someone confidently squeezes out some WhatsApp or Twitter BS, you will look them dead in the eye and go, Uncle... Please it. So join me, Joel, and me, Tushar, every Mondays for a fresh new episode of Uncle. Please sit. Filter coffee is a fascinating beverage. You need to pick the right beans, blend them in the right proportion, roast them to perfection, and slow brew at the right temperature to get the perfect cup. Which is exactly like great conversations as well. You need to track down the most interesting minds, get them into their zone and settle down for an unhurried, unscripted chat. And coffee for me is always, always, always best enjoyed with friends. I'm Karthik Nagarajan and do share my table as I meet some of the most interesting people I know and sit them down for a strong cup of coffee and an even stronger conversation. Join me every Wednesday for a freshly brewed episode. This is not Frappe. This is the Filter Coffee Podcast. Podcast.